0: Welcome to Go Home Heat, an NXT podcast. After the fantastic episode of TakeOver, we have a show here where Regal walks to the ring, odd for this show that there's not wrestling to start with. Regal walks out to the ring, he had left a cryptic message as he walked away from the arena at the end of TakeOver, that there had to be a change, and that things were just too chaotic there and you have to have some form of consistency in your wrestling program. You can't just have chaos all the time, which really in theory seems to be the opposite of what the guys are trying to write. But Hey, I'll go with Regal on this. He's the, he's the authority. Yeah. Yeah. And he tells us of how he's been here since day one. And he gives us a little rundown of his, of his finest moments and what he believes the vision should have been and what it was. And it's great. And then Cross interrupts and tells him, You will basically bow to me and hand me hand me your resignation and leave mm-hmm. and to Joe Samoa Joe, who had been rumored to be maybe involved in all of this. His music hits, he comes out. Regal offers him the job. Joe turns it down, but counter offers with Hey, I can make sure people do what you tell them to do. Mm-hmm. And Regal accepts that. To which Joe turns to the champion and says, "Why are you still here?" And mm-hmm. and Cross leaves. And did you love this beginning? It was great. It was great. Sets up
1: a lot of cool stuff.
0: Yes, yes, and it does wind up being the overall thread in a show that tends to have threads. Um, later in the episode, they go backstage. Quarterback. Yes. Yeah. They go backstage, and you have cole fighting with o'reilly and they try to break it up and cole manages to shove joe and joe joe was told i left this out joe was told he couldn't start something but if provoked it was okay right and once cole put his hands on joe and cole is kind of a neat character because he's an ex-champion that you can do this with with and he won't lose Uh his steam Joe just chokes him out and says when he wakes up you know tell him he's got a choice to make and so they're going to have a match where what did he what did they call it
1: uh And they just told him like you get to go pick your opponents for two weeks from now and then y'all will
0: face each other in three weeks I guess pick your poison pick your poison yeah it was a pick your poison heading into the bash. Right, So they're going to pick the yeah. other guy's opponents for a little while, and then they're going to face each other, correct? No, they're
1: picking their own opponents. Because oh. Kyle O'Reilly picks Kushida. I thought you would, it made more sense if they picked each other's opponents too. But Yeah, you're right, though. To pick Leon.
0: You're right. Because that's going comes...
1: to pick Leon Ruff.
0: Yes, he is. And Ruff's going to have a great performance, followed by eating one of the most beautiful super kicks as he flies through the air.
1: Oh, yeah. It's going to happen,
0: and it's going to either be it's going to be a quarter of an inch difference between rough being unconscious and rough barely getting touched but looking perfect. Yes, and I'm I'm rooting for either. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'm fine with either. Yeah, yeah, Right, (laughs) right, and so sorry,
1: Leon.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like Leon, but that's the role. You know, everybody has their lot in life.
1: A lot of foot in your life.
0: Yes, yes. And so then, um, next we oh, we also had Johnny along the same thread. You have Johnny go into the office later on in the episode and I'm so happy you're here, Joe, blah, blah, blah. Theory still in character, believing that he's big daddy, cool diesel to which Johnny's like, dude, it was literally a one night thing. I I got no clue why you're still in character. And, (laughs) and so then he tells him about how he went cuckoo and it's great that Joe's going to be there cuckoo bananas correct joe kicks him out of the office again we were we're underlining organization um later there's a spot where shotzi and ember are trying to jump kai and gonzalez and you know joe manages to get between them although of course he doesn't choke either one of them out and no no thank goodness and then at the end of the episode i thought this was interesting and tell me if you think it's interesting They follow them to the cars and Joe shakes his hand. Great first night. Regal gets in a car and drives off. Did you think at all that maybe Regal's being kidnapped? I thought
1: maybe his his car was going to blow up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. I I mean, it, it doesn't make sense, but then it was just so weird that that they watched him drive off? Yes. You know what I mean? I was just like, are they abducting Regal? William
1: Regal missing since last week.
0: Right. And then have Joe wind up, you know, doing the, doing the, it was me, Regal. It was me all along. Me all along. Ha <laughs> Perfect. Of course I had my daughter abducted. <laughs> and you put on not I? <laughs> Look that up, guys. Spence McMahon. The Corporate Ministry. Oh, man. Those were those were creative times. <laughs>
1: those were great days. Undertaker setting teddy bears on fire.
0: <laughs> of course. Okay,
1: first match. Dude, the-, the time that they arrested him and uh, as he put his hands out for the handcuff, the Undertaker symbol exploded in the flames behind him. Yes. That was pretty freaking sweet.
0: Yes, yes. Okay, first match of the night, Brisango versus Imperium. Imperium dominate the match. Tyler Breeze and Fandango frequently try to figure out ways to get into to roll-up scenarios or quick covers, as it seems like maybe they realize that in order to win, beating their opponent into submission won't be the thing to do. Yeah. Eventually, Tyler does get a win with a small package. Imperium, very frustrated, bludgeoning the victors and lay their little imperial flag on top of Breeze. Walter's not going to be happy with them, and I was stunned at the result here. What did you think about this? I was this?
1: too, I was very, I, I did not see that coming. Unless their play is, Walter's going to have to come here and personally fix things.
0: Right, right. And and I'm all for Walter coming and personally fixing things. Oh yes, yes. And. And also, right now, you've got a pretty good tag division, so having Imperium undeniably at the top of it doesn't quite make sense yet. Yeah. Right? If you could figure out some weird way to hold them down here in, uh, in, in we're winning the fights but losing the matches land. If you can do that yes. just for a little while to kind of keep slow their momentum just a little bit. Cruiserweight belt title match, uh, Kushida versus Trey Baxter. Trey is a newcomer getting a chance to be spotlighted here. Uh just got some moves now. D- they did allow him to get all his as they say in, right? Yes. He got it, he got his moves in. He's a high flyer, he's very quick. He's in there with the absolute best. Kushida of course winds up getting a hover, what is it? A second rope hoverboard lock. Hoverboard lock. Oh, that seven rope arm breaker kind of a thing into the hoverboard lock. Yeah. And, of course, the kid taps out, but it was just a great little way to set it up. Kyle comes out during the match, watches, gives the applause. Kushida shakes the kid's hand in a sign of respect. And after Trey walks up, much respect here with O'Reilly and Kashida as well. You're the best. I want to face the best. Which is one one way you heighten the difference between Cole and O'Reilly, right, is you let them pick their own yeah. opponents and of course, Kyle picks the very best to wrestle against and Cole will pick somebody that he's pretty sure he can go over.
1: Yeah. And, but, and it also gives Kyle pick somebody he's wrestled before. I'm fairly, you know, from new Japan days. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, so it comes out, it's like, Oh, this will be new and interesting because we haven't seen on NXT, but these two guys know each other. So they've got matching, you know?
0: Oh yeah. They'll, they'll it'll be fantastic. And it will be new and fresh to us, you know, watching it. Um, well, LA, LA Knight is now going to be an anointed the Million Dollar Man belt. Uh, awarded. The I'm just going to say, I called this.
1: I called this everything that happened in this <laughs> from the very beginning.
0: It was great. It, it was classic. Knight was humble and... Oh, heartfelt. Heartfelt. Oh, the hole works. He gets the belt. And now that I've gotten what I need, what I want, I can get rid of what I don't need. And he sucker punches the million dollar man, stomps a mud hole in him. Grimes comes running out. And they have managed to turn Grimes into the king right. of the baby faces. Yes. <laughs> and Knight is the well, most heel, heel. Uh,
1: he got
0: the heat, baby. Oh man! Oh, it was
1: wonderfully done. That was classic, dude. I, I tell you, I really think the first part of that was actually all true. Just about, of uh, course. La Knight. It, I mean, Million Dollar Man is it's got to be one because he does so much of his kind of stick. You know that same
0: arrogance. Yeah. Yeah, and they don't wrestle that that differently. You know, Ted DiBiase. No. For all the glam and glitz of the million dollar man character, when, once you rang the bell, Ted was a wrestler. Yeah, he was. He was a great worker. And and um had you know, he just you know, go watch some of the million dollar man <sighs> matches with with Savage. You know, yeah. those guys or or go further back before he's the million dollar man. Watch him work in some of these uh smaller uh, not smaller, but what did they call it? Territories. Some of the territory, territory matches before we got to yeah. Check that. That's all on the network. You can find it all. Um Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter versus Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Um, this was fantastic. Uh Dude,
1: Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter are phenomenal. And I really thought they should have won this
0: match. Well, to your point. I, th- I feel like if they can if they can put this level of performance together and I, and I and I do think their opponents were helpful in this. Uh because Kai is fantastic at looking like she's getting beaten up and Gonzalez was a very giving performer in this match.
1: Very but, much, very much.
0: But if they can put a couple of these you know right now they're smitten with Shotzi and Ember and they're smitten with Gonzalez and Kai, rightfully so. And and you have the champs. But if these kids can can do this a couple of more times, they're going to be undeniable, and you're going to have to put the belt on them at some point. Because yeah. they wrestle like ninjas.
1: Yes, they do. They remind me of like a female version of NS, MSK, almost.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, I agree. And even more spectacular.
1: Oh, dude. They're just, Casey zero is like, she has potential to be like the Rey Mysterio of women's wrestling. 'Cause mm-hmm. she's definitely gonna, always gonna be the smallest dog in the fight, but she her move set and her athleticism is so crazy.
0: Right. Carter's a very sudden athlete. Oh man, she's so good. Mm-hmm. They're both they, I, I like both of them so much. Now Kai wound up after Gonzalez's uh Kai's toughness and the champion's size kind of at some point carry the day. After Gonzalez weakens the two competitors outside of the ring Kai gets the GTK for the win, and I loved it. Io uh, winds up approaching the ring and gets interrupted by Candace, who doesn't understand even why Io's here. She needs to go to the back of the line. I have now... I'm no longer the uncrowned champion. I am a champion. All of that good stuff, and this was all a distraction for Indy to jump Io from behind. As Candace <laughs> uh, the good thing about the way is there's always a little bit of something that can be considered funny. When Candace tells Indy to go for the springboard elbow onto the announcer's table at first, Indy's looking at her like, uh, no, no. (laughs) But then she does like obligatory go over there to do the move, you know, because that's going to hurt. You know, if you you try to hit your elbow on somebody and there's a corner of a table, there's almost no way for that to work without, your yes, ribs hitting the corner of the table, right? Yeah. And
1: so... Zoe Stark makes the save for Indy Hartwell, essentially. Uh,
0: yes, yes, because Zoe comes running out and pulls her off the rope, and they get a fight going. And then, of course, Zoe and Eo clear the ring as Eo gets to her feet and does a springboard dropkick onto both members of the way. They run away, and... <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, Candace is yelling, get out of my life at EO. And it's like she literally was out there to make an announcement that she was moving on away from you. (laughs) Yes. I thought it was great. They're so good
1: together. Mm -hmm. They're so good together just because, you know, they've known each other for so long.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Then we go to our main event of the evening where you have Champa, Thatcher, Gibson, Drake. Another fantastic matchup. Uh, what'd you think about this?
1: I thought it was stiff, buddy. They got in there and they smacked each other.
0: Yes. Were you surprised? Okay, so at some point there, I was surprised at the ending. If you're asking me that, yes, yes, I was. With the when they hit the elevated suicide uh, dive on when Drake hits the elevated suicide dive on Champa, I thought it was over. I thought, okay, they're gonna isolate Thatcher and this is done. Great match. But we get a you know another four or five minutes there. Eventually, Champa is put onto the table to be to be put away. Next thing you know, Champa's up and hits the. What would you call that? Uh, that would be some kind of a over the shoulder pile driver thing. Yeah. you know, and, and which is always a great move for him, and it looked great on the table, which which isolates Drake. And he winds up eating a fairy tale ending and then gets put in an arm bar and an ankle lock. So, of course, he submits. Yes. Could not believe that we had Champa and Thatcher go over here. I kind of like it. Um, yeah. It just fits. It fits. And, oh, yeah. And I, I – d- Well, you're it, creating a competitive tag team division. It is so completely different from uh, just Raw mm-hmm you know like we, we what did we say we said well what happened? you know well who who is one team has a big win and you go well who are they gonna who are they gonna wrestle if we break up the new day who are they gonna wrestle because we just broke up elias and we just broke up the hurt business and we just broke you know and mm-hmm. and yet here it's like well they when they get through with this program we just put them into a program with another great team and they, and they mm-hmm. wrestle, and it's going to be fantastic because they're all good workers. And all those guys on the main roster are good workers too, but there's <sighs> force for the trees and all that. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. It just, yeah. It's crazy because this is so good. And you addressed the tag team division a couple of times on the episode. You addressed the women's division a couple of times on the episode. You showed multiple stars in each division. You addressed – your mid card champions. You, address, you know Escobar has a promo which was very good to let you know that he's not quite done with Reed yet. and that,
1: Reed yeah, Reed knew Martinez he
0: could. Martinez had a good little. She did. Martinez had a good program letting you know that she's not through with Zia Lee And um, help me out here. What would? We, yeah, Tenshaw. Tenshaw. Yeah, and and you know when Escobar said. You know, as I'm looking at my reflection in the belt. And it was so beautiful. And you knew after what I did to you in the ring, you knew you couldn't beat me in there, so you had to take me out outside of the ring. You know, and and that was creative version of history. However, you know, yeah. he, he he reminds him, you know, I was able to I, I got you up, buddy. Mhm. I picked you up, and I put you down. And I'm gonna do it again. This time I'm going. It's gonna be a pin. There won't be there. Somebody there to save you this time. Nope. And I don't think Escobar will go over. I think this program can move along another month. It won't hurt it at all. And no. and Escobar is just you know the beauty of this show is the styles of promo they give you. You know you have an in ring segment with Cross and with um. Regal. And then you have with Joe on the show too. I mean, he's one of the great talkers of all time now. And Mm -hmm. you have the backstage segments, which can you know, you have uh, uh, what Monet did right in the women's division Mm -hmm. right there, where she points out that at the takeover, the girls had a chance to win the match. The Robert Stone brand had a chance to win the match, but Robert Stone screwed it up. And I Mm -hmm. can just see Frankie Monet. Getting to be the leader of a faction with those other two in it, oh yeah, and. I, rem- I remember how cool she was in that kind of odd mentor role on impact, yes yeah. and I don't know what Robert Stone does after that, um, but he's pretty talented in being a goof manager, so he can find something shoot, put him whatever rise. <laughs> yeah well ever
1: had that little backstage promo too that was pretty solid so took them against Hit
0: they're always funny Everise is always funny you know and it's like but you also each of these segments is shot in a little bit of a different area the escobar thing is at his house and he's dressed in his suit he's to the nines the uh you know you have the normal backstage segment you have the we're overhearing what Frankie's saying, and then of course, when Robert Stone comes up, she goes, "Oh yeah, I was just telling them they need to listen to you more." and Walk off. The key to the whole segment is the fact that the two the two competitors that work for Robert or that are his client. The two the the key component is the two clients don't tell Robert what she really said. Ah, uh, Aaliyah Aaliyah point. might be thinking about joining up, right? We're keeping, yeah. you know, and so. They hit hit home runs on the little things. They tell the stories. They give you, you know, we know for a fact that Mercedes is a good wrestler. We put her in a situation where she can be great in a promo because, for one, she can do it two or three times if she needs to. Yes. For two, it has that shield thing where they put the camera down below and she's staring down into it talking, which is dope when you're trying to act pissed, you know? That helps. They do so much right, and then they get out of the way and let the wrestling happen. You know? Ugh, I love this show. Just gushing all over it, man.
1: Quality
0: gushing. work, quality work. Yeah, you do do quality work, Justin. You Thank do. you, sir. All right. So, for my man, Justin, you loved it, right? Yes, sir. Awesome. For my man, Justin, this is me, KP. This has been a Go Home Eat production. Copyright 2020- 2021 through the storm.
1: Live from the storm
0: through the storm thank you for calling in during the storm enjoy a rainy day yeah, weekend Woo, month.
1: you do as well sir go home <laughs>